Welcome everyone. I'm Solyndran Buller, your host of Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. Our guest today is Dr. Jonathan Flores, who was born in the U.S. but moved to Ecuador at the age of five. Dr. Flores has devoted his life to the studies of healing with his ancestral medicine. This plant medicine is also known as ayahuasca in the Amazon and San Pedro cactus in the Andes. Dr. Flores has completed and graduated university as a general practitioner and is also an ancestral medicine doctor known as a shaman. Welcome, Dr. Flores. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Sal, for the invitation. I'm, I'm feeling very good. That's wonderful. So what time is it in Ecuador right now? Now 12.30 p.m. Well, and it's kind of nice because here it's 9.30 in the morning, so we're both well rested. Now, um, I'm going to call you Jonathan just so that, uh, you know, uh, we have a nice conversation and we all know that you're, you're a doctor. So now, Jonathan, excuse me for my ignorance, uh, but how long did you study to become a shaman and what was involved? Well, uh, in, in our, in the tradition that I'm, where I am in, uh, so we never end the ah. study. Okay. So you, for us, uh, to recognize a, a master or a teaching, a teacher or a, a specialist of the plant medicine art of healing, is when you are old. When you are old, then because in the jungle and in the mountains. In the, in the old in the in the old tradition, you don't have universities. University is life. Right. So who give who graduates you? It is life. Right. And your 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 testimonies and your actions and your example of life and your and the people you have helped and the testimonies of them and the example of your life at the uh, when you are a grandpa. Then people know, oh, this person is a master. Uh, Before we said, because because master says to, to me, he said to me, doctor, he say, he say, who you believe has been the greatest master of the plant medicine world? And I was to start inside, and he asked me in front of of of, of a group of people, and I was embarrassed because. I was the doctor, so I need to know the answers. No, my ego no, was like struggling there. Yeah. And, and, and I was in silence, not doing it. And I was thinking many older masters that I knew, some older than has lived 110 years, 115 years, 105 years. So, but I didn't say any name of, this, of those masters. And then he said, doctor, doctor, don't think too much. No one. And I said, like, what? Yes. No one. I said, how is this possible? Yes. Because the plant medicine world, it's infinite. And your body, your body will not give you enough time to learn all, all what you have to learn. Even you live for 300 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So 
you must know that you will die not knowing everything. So that's why you must pay attention what are you doing with your time. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, that's a beautiful answer. You know, it's uh, there's no time because there there's no existence of space and time. Right. They, I, you know, scientists have proven that, and that's uh, interesting. That it, it, you know, you're you're learning your entire life. Now, you went to university to become a doctor. Now, was that more intense, or was becoming a shaman more intense for you? No, I would say my nightmare was when I was in university studying the traditional. Really? Este, yeah, that was a nightmare for me. When I when I dream, when I have a nightmare, is when I remember being in in the classroom and with a white paper of questions that I don't know what to answer. Wow, <laughs> this is my nightmare. Isn't so that, um... for me. For me, it was very difficult uh, the university, not because as a, of the studies, because of the what I was learning. Because many things I was learning there, for I was not agreeing with because I was already in touch with the holistic or with the in, with the integration uh, belief system in my in, in me about not to see everything separate and, and not to see the human only as a as a machine, you know, also. Is there is a spirit there. So in the university, nobody talks to you about the spirit. Even mm -hmm. they don't care about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember when you when you go and visit a patient, for example, when you are now in the in the last years and you are allowed to enter to the hospital, they say, okay, we have here the patient of the of the bed, uh, 200, 204, and this patient, what is a patient have? Okay, this is a Mrs. 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 Smith. Okay, what Mrs. Smith had? And then Mrs. Smith is there. And we start, start talking about Mrs. Smith, and it's like we we only care about we only care about the documents that is the, the the blood test and the lab the lab test and what the scan the X-ray says what the eco resonance machine says what the whatever says what is especially says what the book says what is happening with Mrs. Smith. Yes. Before she, she arrived here, what was going on in her life? Right. What was happening with her family? Is she yes. alone? How is she feeling this morning? Yeah, I said, no, I said, nothing. So I was all the time inside of me, like fighting against this, fighting. Mm -hmm. you know? So it was very, was very difficult. And also, another big problem I had is that when... Uh, the university you encourage so the, the med school encouraged us to speak in public. So they were sending us a lot of work. So we, we start talking about any subject about medicine. No? So it depends on the topic or it depends on the, the subject we were studying or passing through in that moment. And when I like to talk with people, I don't like to talk as a doctor, so with the special with the specific words that only doctors know. That's I like to speak as I speak as to make a child, a kid understand or an old man or a woman understand. Yes. That's the way for me to understand because a doctor has to communicate something that people doesn't know. And yes. if I say it as a, as a medical, as with the medical doctor language specifications, it's cheating. So it's, 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 not, it's not being honest. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's because people, Normally, people is, in, is, is embarrassed 
to let to ask and say I do not understand. When someone does, it's very rare that someone when someone doesn't understand something, they raise their hand and say, "I don't understand, doctor." No, nobody. So yes. everybody when the doctor says something and they don't understand, they say, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. "Oh, doctor, thank you very much." And they go out of the session of the consultation, they don't understand anything. Yeah, the no. doctor says that we only have to drink this to to take this pill to do this and that and that and that, nothing else, and they don't know nothing about anything. So I believe uh, medicine is about teaching. Everybody must learn about how the body works, how the mind works, how our emotion affects us. No? Uh, and not only looking the doctor for taking a pill, so, so a doctor must be an educator of health. That's right. And that's, I think, that's kind of what ha people have forgotten is that they're no longer connected and understand the whole, um, you know, educating the patient Part of it. Now tell me, um, Jonathan, growing up, was life lonely for you or did you, did you have enough people to turn to when you were feeling things and sensing things? Did you, or were you feeling alienated in some way or form because you couldn't speak to someone else because you were different? Yes, I was feeling lonely. In my beginnings, I was feeling lonely um, because, and I, even also now I don't I don't feel lonely no because now I have connect with more people no thanks to the internet thanks to especially through through the internet. Uh, but when I start discovering all these all these feelings in me, all this knowledge I start uh, about the understanding of the spirit of the energy world. I remember, like, for example, when I was 17, it was, uh, it's about almost 20 years ago, I was speaking, if you speak about chakras, about what we share now in the, in the, in the pre-interview, we share about the chakras, the vortex, the energy, the meaning. And when you just say the word, you know, the chakras, we have seven main chakras, and this chakra for this, and we have an aura, and this aura, people are talking like, what are you talking about? That's right. So, yeah, the books also was very, only were so, so, so very few bookstores that has books about mystical experience or holistic way of thinking. This was like, almost like forbidden, I don't know. Nobody was reading also, no? These very, very few people. Mm -hmm. So... I was feeling very lonely because I ha I I I I didn't have uh, almost nobody to to share with this 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 inner world. So a long time I was in silence. A long time I was just observing myself, uh, discovering this, and not able to to speak, not able to to share this. You could the, the yes. language, and part of the, I think part of that, Jonathan, might have been that the language wasn't there. Not only was there not acceptance, or you know, the masses didn't understand, but I think the language. Um, I know for myself as a young child, it's very difficult to find the words to communicate what you're feeling or sensing or seeing, and. You know, so so that's uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to touch on that. Now, how did uh, being a shaman and being a doctor did they complement each other, or did you feel at any point, oh gee, I wish I didn't become a doctor because now I'm so analytical, and being a shaman is more navigating with your internal senses. <laughs> <laughs> 
for me, it was the opposite. So for me, it was for me, I had to learn to be analyt- analytical. Okay, and that was difficult. Yeah, uh, that was difficult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me, it was already. Uh, for me, it was already. I already have this this sensibility. Even I remember uh, in my in the school, my school time in in the university, I always was helping and advising people and uh, to harmonize their feelings and their inner issues all the time. All, all the time people was coming to me and asking me things and I was, and always I, I have this ability to see people, what's going on. So when someone needs something, so I approach to them and say, hey, what's going on here, this and this. And people was always look at me, thank you, thank you very much. The, the difference that, that in that moment, I was not seeing that that was possible, that I can work doing that. For me, it was just like something like, I don't know, like when you say good morning to someone. You know, so yes, yes. So that normal. Was, and how was life growing up? You know, was were your parents accepting and understanding or were they like maybe questioning, you know, Jonathan, stop, you know, uh, being in your in your in your head all the time. Why, why can't you study this way or that way or comparing, you know, how some parents did do that? Yes, I have the both of that. So two two things. My mother, she knew, and my grandma, she knew that I was very sensitive all the time. At the same time, they were struggling with the importance of the academic world. Of course. That 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 that's why also so, so they they had they. They say to me when I was when I in high school, say what do you want to do, no? You know, they say I want to to work with plants. I believe that someone could, people call shaman. Shaman, you say you shaman? No, you if you want to be a shaman, you first doctor. Uh-huh. And 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 then I was fighting with this, so that's why I took I took a time to to take this decision, and then thanks to to my master later my master of first before i get to this i started struggling and i started looking for studying holistic holistic uh, taking holistic courses or, or looking for university because they were obsessed with university so i was looking for a university that was giving holistic courses for people that want to learn holistic medicine no? and you know what happened that that was said that's the there was only I believe two in the world in that moment, and they yeah. were not having, they were not having the, I said the validation of the academic world. They were just like a private institution giving a course that nobody accepts, as recognizing the academic world. So my father says, no, this this doesn't, this doesn't works. This is shitty stuff. So you have to go to the university and this. So. I didn't, in my time, when I was seeing that I want to do this, this, this doesn't exist, sir, almost. I, yeah. I, I, I believe I am I'm a visionary person. I believe, I believe I can see things beyond the time I am in this moment. So yes. Yes. That, this was my big struggle. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you basically... Uh, becoming a doctor was a little bit more difficult because the other came naturally to you. Yes. You know how I became a doctor? Uh, why I decided to, uh, to enter the university is because I, I, 
I am a, a martial arts practitioner. And uh, in, in that time when I finished school, I was, I was uh, practicing, I am, I still practicing today, today uh, Kung Fu. Yes. And my master, of, my master of Kung Fu, he, he, he is a traditional Taoist master, so he don't speak. He almost don't explain you nothing. He just shows you. He shows you the movement. He shows you the 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 the, the, so the he gives you the lesson of the movement you have to learn, and then you must repeat. And, and while you repeat, then you understand. So, and sometimes he write he 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 in the wall of of, of the school he has some stories, short stories that he brought, some, some special like uh, delicatessen that he puts there you know, of, of the stories. And one story was about that he brought there, he said, what is a true martial art mar artist? What is a true master of martial arts? And I started reading, you know? and there was a, a segment that says, a real martial artist is not the one that knows how to break an arm. It's the one that knows how to heal it. And this like opened my mind and said, so, so a martial artist is a healer. It's not a killer. It's not, it's not someone that just throw punches and, 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 and that's it. It's someone that start learning, must learn about the body must learn about the, 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 the functions, must learn about the, the dynamics you know, of movement, of, of physiology, of the muscles, of everything. Really, wow. So I approached to him and I asked him, Master, so I want to become a, a, a master of, of Kung Fu. So if I want to become a master of Kung Fu, I have to, to be a doctor? And he said, yes. And I can show him here. Oh wow! <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I said. So he said to me, "Yes." And then he say, "Okay." So I went to my home and I said to my mother, "You know, I decided to become a doctor." Oh, wonderful, my child! <laughs> so next day, I went to university and. Uh, I, I did all my, pair, my papers, I have to do some tests before I enter, so I enter. In the mm -hmm. first week, listen to this, my dear son, in the first week I entered university, I was invited to my first shamanic ayahuasca session. Really? Before that, I, I was looking for a master in, 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 in ayahuasca, for shamanic, nothing I hadn't found. The first week I entered the university, I was invited to my first seminar. Isn't that something? And how yeah. old were you, so the, Jonathan? How old were you at that time? Uh, this was around 21. Wow. Now, you know, since we're on the topic, you know, twofold question. One is in your tradition or in a shaman's tradition, um, what is the earliest age that someone goes for a plant ceremony? Well, that depends. If you, uh, kids can take, for example, some kids take from when they are even in the, in the, when the mothers are pregnant, 
taken, okay. the woman can take only the, the last three months the woman cannot take. Right. But the, the first the first six months the woman can take. On the seventh when she is in the seventh month of pregnancy, she cannot take in our tradition. And then so that's the first moment where the kids can take. And then so the woman you can take because you receive all the energy of the spirit while you are inside of the belly of the womb. No? The then later when you come out uh, you can do it through you you can do it through the milk of the mother. So the mother takes it and then the you child take receives it and, and the child yes. Okay. You take it through the milk. Yeah. And then later uh, after the two years of breasting, then you can wait until five years, six years. If you're if your father or you're in your community, you have you have someone that uh, that is that that uh, if your parents walk that path, you can take from the five six years a little bit. And normally kids they sleep, they sleep, and the medicine take them very beautiful. They don't get scared. They they enjoy, they sleep, they have beautiful dreams, and sometimes, sometimes they don't remember. And when, and then they can start taking like this little, if they can start five. But for learning, for real, they can start at eight, eight and nine. And then, so like this, this is the beginnings. And then, some people, ha I, I haven't had the opportunity to take only, imagine, I take at the 21 or so. And for old people also, old people also can take. Uh, I have patients from, 80 years old, 75, 65, and they take no problem. Uh, it depends. It depends of if you are responsible enough in the that you know what medicine you are giving to people. Because some people buy the medicine, and and they are not a traditional practitioner, and they give to anyone. That is, is dangerous for kids and for for young people, uh, the medicine cannot kill you. The medicine, so if everything is well done, you don't die. It's and, very, um, very strange. So is the purpose of the medicine then to, to allow for any sort of um, imbalances to balance out? What is the purpose of the plant medicine then? I know that people go there to have a plant ceremony, um, usually later in life from the Western worlds, um, because they're trying to deal with traumas that maybe the regular avenues of a therapist or a psychologist, et cetera, et cetera, maybe addiction center, they have not been able to help. And so then they turn to, um, you know, uh, the shamans, uh, and going through the traditional plant medicines. But for yourself, because you're from that background already, can you further explain what was the intent of the plant medicine? Was it to make the person feel connected and whole again? Or was it to deal with emotional traumas and turbulences that were never dealt with? Like why would a pregnant woman or a child who's five take plant medicine? 
The only reason that the pregnant woman or, or like I can see is, is, is because they, they are connected before with the medicine. So they know how, so they know how they, this medicine work in their life. And that's why they, they, they take it. Uh, there, there is many, so the medicine can heal many things and, and it can work in, in many levels in your, your realm, your, the, your inner universe or in your infinity. In it because we are vast, in we are huge, and uh, there is many reasons for taking the, the main, the main, the, the medicine, as somebody called it, the teacher is a teacher plant. So the medicine teaches you how to be a man, how to be a woman, how to be a father, how to be a son, how to be a grandpa how to be a leader, how to be a member of your, a good member of your community, how to be connected with nature, how to do better your work. It helps you for anything. So it's like, it's the, it's the, it's the master that knows everything that you can go and, cons and, and, and do the consultation and will give you the answer that you, you need in order to balance where you are, yeah, where you want to be or the medicine doesn't force you to do anything. The medicine helps you to first to make you aware of what is going on of your life. So first, so like help you to see yourself in a third position. So like you can see yourself like someone walking in the street. So you can see it more simple, no? How you're walking, your arrogance. Or your humbleness, or your, or your, or, or your, you can see your health. You know what's going on. You can sense you, so you start. It helps you to sense you. you know, like, like uh, how? What are you doing? If you are doing, if you are doing, if you're having a behavior, for example, that you are not, you don't respect your elders, your elders, or you don't respect authority, you don't respect people. You respect life. The medicine teaches you and shows you why you must respect and, and why and it shows you the, where you are going if you continue like this. So it makes you responsible of what is going on in your life. So once you become responsible and knowing how this so it teaches you the origin, how this happened, and how you can deal with it and heal it and then you say you heal it the medicine is the master that teach you how you must align and harmonize your life if you follow the steps you you get into the healing you start the healing process and you get you 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 and heal no problem and uh, some it depends. Some sickness are are more difficult to heal because uh, they are very old and they're established in the body. So it's very difficult to go back in the process. So the body cannot take it back because the healing process is is the body is the one that is in charge. So your body is the machine is the perfect machine to keep to keep you healthy. The the body get get sick because your your way of thinking your way of feeling, your way of acting. So we say, you, we say here, 
you you want the good thinking comes from the good feeling okay so good thinking comes from the good feeling and the good feeling comes from the good doing so if i want to have a good thinking so if i do good i feel good i think good if i do bad i feel bad i think bad so simple as that very simple no no metaphysical complex and angelical super extra energy i don't know from the stars of the i don't know from mars or from venus no simple you do good you feel good you think good you do bad you feel bad you think bad. so all the our sickness come from 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 that so i don't know if i continue explaining you this no this is good something? no 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 i think this is good the only question that pops up into my mind and i'm sure there's someone in the audience that would probably be thinking as much as the plant medicine is uh traditionally it comes from the shamanic belief system um i'm thinking to myself okay the good thinking the good feeling and the good doing for a five-year-old to take the men the plant medicine is that for a mother who's trying to teach the child that or is it just tradition uh you know like taking holy water or something no i now you understand your question no 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 the main teaching of the plant for the kids is the behavior of the parents of, of the parents so the, uh, the medicine that the kids take, it doesn't come, it comes from what the mama and the father have learned from the, from the medicine path and they practice. So the kids learn from the parents already the healing, the uh, medicine. Okay. So the, the, the real way how the kids drink the medicine is through the teachings of the parents, how the parents live. So you don't give medicine to kids to teach them something. You give them a little medicine only to, so the body can get used to it because then you give just little amount. It doesn't teach them nothing. But the body get they start knowing this this the medicine and the spirit. So when it's time, you can give a little bit more and then. But it's not necessary. So for the kids, so I don't give to my kids. For example, sometimes my 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 wife says I believe my the kids said so the mother is important to listen to the mother. The mother is the one that is one with the kids when they are before seven years old. So. The mother says, mm, I believe the kid needs medicine. It's a sense, it's a feeling. So, and the mother can know this if the mother knows the, in this path, for example, my wife, if, if she works this medicine path with me, you know, so she knows. And we don't give it to her. I believe my, my daughter have five years old, almost six years old. I have another one of, of three years, uh, four years old and and for example, the four years old, one day I will offer, do you want to drink? Say, no, I don't want to drink, Papa. We don't give it. Yeah. And, uh, but the other one, she, she wanted, she asked, I want to drink medicine. She said to me, 
I want to, I say, when I say to her, what do you want to do now, to do when you're big, when you grow up? And she say, I want to, to do like you, Papa. I want to do consultations. I want to do ceremonies. I want to work with the fire. I want to, okay. So she likes the medicine. She likes, so she asked me, Papa, can I do medicine? Okay, you just can do medicine. Interesting. Wow. And, but it's, 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 it's a call from the kid. But the main teachings, and this, and I'm, I'm sorry I interrupt you, so this is, this is, you must know, and everybody that is listening must understand. People go behind the teachings of the ayahuasca in the substance. But the real teachings of the ayahuasca is behind the family that is serving that medicine. Because that family must practice, must be the example of life, of health, of love, of compassion, of sharing, of, of, of knowledge, yeah? yeah. So when you go to jungle, it took me a while because at the beginning when you go to learn, when you go to learn this about what is ayahuasca and the spirits and this, at the beginning, not the, the, the real knowledge was not coming to me because the, the medicine is a spirit that when you're drinking, knows everything about you. You, cannot, you can plan whatever you want, you can think whatever you want, but once you drink it, knows everything about it. So it will not show to you anything if you are not pure, if you're not honest. Yeah, if you have the right intention. Yeah. What about bad spirits? You know, there are many belief systems across the globe where, you know, they talk about, well, there's good spirits and there's bad spirits. Uh, you, yeah. you, you know, there's this fear that many different traditions and belief systems have where, oh, you know, you might lose your mind, you might go crazy, uh, some bad spirit might take over your body. What about that, Jonathan? Can you touch on that at all? Yes. Well, so, so this is a point of view, no? So this is a, 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 what I have learned, what I practice, what I experience in my practice. No? So it's not the holy truth, just in case, no, for someone is listening. No, I know, I listen your to Dr. Necor. This is what you, so this is, yeah, your belief system, this is, your understanding. It's not my, not my it's, this is what I witness, what I work every day, when I, so this is what I deal with. In my side, no, but it's from my point of view. Hmm. So, the bad spirits doesn't exist in the beginning. Only good spirits. The bad spirits are the good spirits that decide not to be good, hmm. and they decide to do so. It's like humans, for example, that decide to harm. So when they die, when they die, these spirits don't go. They stay on earth. So, but it's a bad spirit. So they only do bad things. So they are hanging around. And so the, the, when you are doing a ceremony and you open a sacred fire, it is like a light that opens in the spiritual realm. It's a door, it's a gate. So good spirit comes and bad spirit comes in that moment. So 
in the, in your, in the practice, the, 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 the shaman or the medicine man knows this. So you have there is proteins and there are uh, ways of uh, closing the energy field. So they can come, but they don't enter. They don't affect you. But it's only if the medicine man know how to deal with this. There is presence, there is work with incense, there, there is a special, special instruments and perfumes that we have and we use to keep away this energy. So the work of a shaman during an ayahuasca ceremony is dealing with this all the time. So it's taking care so, so the, to keep away the bad spirits so people can uh, have a, a good connection with the good spirits. That is exactly the work of the shaman. So that's why you need a shaman in a ceremony, because the shaman is the guardian that keeps you safe from bad spirits. And, and also guides you in the journey, no? Guides you in the journey, sorry. Guides you in the journey and, and share you knowledge because sometimes you get to very strong truths in your life. So the shaman helps you to download it and to root it. In you. Okay. Now, what can an individual expect to go through in a ceremony and how many ceremonies do people go through in one visit? So they, so just maybe you can give us the lay of the land. So how many people come into a ceremony, say with Jonathan? Now, so I have different ways how I work. I have one-on-one programs where I work just with one person. And I, have, and I do a retreat just with one person. And I train this one person for his specific or her specific issue. That's the most that I, that I do, that's the most that I love to do. Because first you have, uh, you really have the time to connect with the person, to know, what, to know what's going on in their life, what they're doing, what is happening, you know? And you have, a, and the person also needs half time to know you. And this is very important to create the bond or the trust connection with your healer and the healer with the patient is is the, I believe, is the 80% of the work of the healing. Because only through this bridge of, of trust, you can open your heart and receive the knowledge and receive what is missing for you. Yeah, so. And how many people maximum do you have? Say, so, so not, not you per se, but another so, shaman, like no, no, 20, like, 30, how many people? I'm going to explain you, let, let, give me a little time, please. So, yeah. So the first, so the first is one on one. The other thing that I do is couple retreats. I work just with a couple, with a, uh, or with or family. Was the sons, the cousins, the father, the mother? That's how I love to work first, because the medicine is for healing the family. If if you have thirty people that come to take ayahuasca. Uh, but they all come from different families. When you, they go back, that's the main problem that happens. When they go back to their home, they find the same issue again. Yeah. So in order to heal for real, it's the family, it's a family work. So the, 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 in the tradition, the most that we care is the family. It's the foundation of a civilization. It's the foundation of, of, of everything. It's the family. Yes. So yes. first the family. And then for the other question that you have, I have group, I also do group people, not more, more than 10 people. 
but we can do, for example, if you ask me how many, a ceremony of how many people you can do a ceremony working uh, alone, uh, no, I, I don't like more than 25 people. And working, uh, with, if I work with, a, with my master, for example, we do together, we can work with 50 people, for example, double, no problem. But we also, but we don't do, we don't do that. So we, even we can, we don't do that. We work with uh, 10 people, 15 people, maximum. And if you like me, what I prefer between eight and 10 people. That's I, So I, we do, we treat groups, they come here, and we have eight people, maximum between five and 10 people. And, and we work during this week, we do only three ceremonies. And it's more than enough. So we can, some people, some retreats offer 12 ceremonies. I don't know why they need to give so much with people. People after the third ceremony, if you say, are you ready to take more medicine? People here say, no, thank you very much. <laughs> they, with three is enough when you know how to work with the medicine, how to guide people. That's why when you, also the number of people, the more number of people you have, the more difficult difficulties you have to connect. Yeah, that's why we, I love to work with you no know, more than 10. And uh, so we do in the in group ceremony, for example, we do first the cleansing of the stomach because uh, most of the people that vomit is not because of the medicine, it's because they have uh, a dirty stomach. So first we give plants to clean the stomach. Then we did we do plants for cleaning the body. Then we do then we do the ceremony, and then after the ceremony we do the cleansing of tobacco. And then people is that is like in a general way. And also I I do this uh, the method that I, that I have created thanks to the medicine is the SIG method, comprehensive emotional therapy, where I work the integration process. But more than integration process, as I go, I go like before and after, it is like to help them to organize the priorities of what you can work and, and heal in this moment. Because people sometimes come and they say, I want to heal my life completely. But it's impossible to heal your life in eight days or 10 days. It's impossible. Even if you are staying a month, it's impossible. Everybody, anybody that tells you that I can heal your life in a week, it's lying to you. So, what we, what is, what it is possible is we can start organizing stages of healing. So, what is, what is blocking you in this moment? What is the main obstacle in this moment? What is not allowing you to connect with life or being happy or being, or, or being in passion, in love with what you are doing? No. What is keeping you away from your from creating your dreams? Yeah. So this is the most important thing. No? What's your your biggest pain? No? Your biggest suffering. So that's for me is the point of start. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that that I think gives a very very thorough um, um, explanation as to how one would go into ceremony, uh, what the ideal numbers are, and the full spectrum. Um, and, um, you know, I think that's where the beauty of being a doctor and a shaman is because you're able to explain it um, better. Uh, and sometimes, you know, that people that are on the edge, maybe wanting to look at something like this, this will help. Now, 
Jonathan, you were born with an intuitive ability to feel others. And, uh, and you can get accurate readings on your clients, trauma and root causes of underlying issues that they are dealing with. Can you share an example of that? And also what you see, sense or feel when you do that? Mm. Well, so to, so to do an example, I need, I need a patient, somebody. Can you ask me in another way? Yes. So give us an example of when your intuitive abilities come in. So say somebody comes, somebody's come to uh, have a plant ceremony and do, wor do work with you, right, Jonathan? Can you give us an example when your intuitive abilities were able to be of assistance? Uh, in, in my case, it's happened to me all the time. Okay. Can you give us one example of one person specifically, just so the audience understands why you, uh, Dr. Jonathan Flores, uh, the shaman, has an ability beyond what maybe someone else has. So give us an example of someone where your intuitive abilities kicked in. It's difficult uh, for me like uh, to look an example. I, My wife is in the kitchen mm -hmm. thinking about telling me something. Mm -hmm. And I go there and I say, you know, my love. And I say, I say what she was thinking to, to say to me or what she, she wanted to ask me, I already answered. Or before people ask me the questions, I, 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 I don't know how, but I start talking about that. Uh, this is what happened, for example, even in my ceremonies, uh, I'm there, no? We're there live, waiting until the, the medicine comes, the spirit comes and shows to us. Before that, I, I start feeling things, but I, it's so natural. So then I start talking about things, about topics. I choose a topic. For example, I had, I had a, a, a Belgian policeman that came to see me like two weeks ago. He had a repeat with me. And he's, he's, he's gay, he's right. gay, uh, and not very openly, but he's, he's gay. And uh, I was teaching him some stuff. So I, I was lying there in the, in the hammock and he was there. And in a moment I was feeling something uncomfortable. And then I said, and then it comes to me, came to me and say, this man, this man, I cannot talk about him because he, he loved woman and he, he cannot teach me about the love to a man. He comes to me, no? And so, and then I, start, I say to him, in that moment, I say, eh, I'm sorry, eh, let's say his name is, is Robert. I say, Robert, I'm sorry, I want to tell you something. Maybe you have misunderstanding about, about being gay. I'm a straight, and there are some things about being gay I cannot teach you because I don't know about that. So if you if you have a, if you believe that they have an issue because you're gay, it's not true. You're welcome to my place. You're welcome to my home. And he looked at me and he said, like, no way. How is possible that you can say 
what is happening to me already, no? For example, no? What I, I was thinking exactly in that moment. So, and, so that's and a, that's it just came great, to me. Yeah, that's a great, that's a perfect example. And so, which leads us into what is the method that you have developed, the CET method? Well, the, the, CET, is the CET method, comprehensive emotional therapy, uh, it was already there on me, as a thanks in the sensibility. The medicine helps me to develop and how this becomes important to me. So how this method came alive. And in my beginnings, I was doing open ceremonies uh, as in the traditional way, like you receive everybody to your home. Everybody, you say, yeah, I'm going to do a ceremony of ayahuasca and the people that listen and want to come, comes. But you know who they are, where they come from, who is the family. You no, know? now I don't do that anymore. You no, know? because I, I I learned my lesson. You no, know? do not invite people to your home that you no no do no do not know where they come from. You know? At least it's the minimum. Uh, take a little research. You know? So well, I I I open my home like this, and I was seeing some people were connecting deeply with the medicine, and some people were not connecting. So for me, it was starting a challenge because for me, I was doing this job to introduce people to this medicine and to feel and to connect as I was connecting. So I wanted them to see as I was seeing, you know, that like the, to talk with the spirit as I was talking because if everybody can do this or everybody can have this, then life is better because, because everybody is in love, everybody is connected, everybody is a good person, everybody is sharing and, and, and giving because the spirit, the great spirit, doesn't give us the same information to all of us. And he gives one to you, one part to me, one part to other, no? In order we can come together and sit in a circle and say, okay, from this part of the circle, I'm seeing this, the great spirit share me this. And the other one, oh, the great spirit share me this and this part, and now this complete this and this complete this. And so we have this, this I have this vision, no? So, I was seeing this in the people, uh, some people connecting, some people not connecting. And then I asked me myself, why? Why is this happening? So I saw that the people, the people that was connecting was that they were having like an urgent moment. They were like really knowing the specific pain and where they come from. So they wanted to just to learn how to solve this. So they already knew what they, what they had. And the other people were more like tourists, just want to know for curiosity, or, or they have a problem, but they even know that they have a problem. Yes, they want, okay, to have experience. Or some people were confused about, say, oh, I believe I was abused, but I didn't was abused. I was, uh, my mother was a control freak. That's yeah. It, no, for example, you know? Yes. So, so what happened, so I was observing this, so I started doing a, a 20-minute interview before each ceremony to each one that came. No, to know what's going on and to help them a little bit. And the moment wasn't really, I was entering into a therapy and I was doing a role that I didn't learn about it, that I didn't knew anything about really, so like a, a formal psychologist way to manage. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't read Jung, I haven't read Freud, I haven't read nothing about that. So in the moment I was feeling like, like uh, uncomfortable doing that because I was doing good, but not, me, I was not feeling like my comfort. So I did a ceremony and I asked the medicine to the spirit to please teach me how I can help these people. 
work, what path or what thing I, I must learn or what feature I must go or technique, you know? And the medicine has been saying, you know me through many years, told me the medicine. So now, in the way you, in the, in the way I have approached you in all these years, in this same way, you are going, in this the same way you have learned how I approach you, now you're going to approach the people. And then you would help. So use my technique. So the comprehensive emotional therapy came alive through a, a remembering how the plant has worked in me, has, has opened me different layers of myself. So that's what I do with people. So I take all this knowledge from the plant, yes. how, how she questioned me, how she faced me. You know? So in my, in my therapy, so in this therapy, I face people. I, I not just listen to people. I listen to people for a moment and then I start ta -ta 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 -ta. and then I start asking questions and saying this and we laugh, we cry. I push them. I, I, sometimes I just listen. Sometimes I have to listen like for two hours not saying nothing. And, and then the next time is for me to, to give them. So I give, so normally, so the main issue in this therapy is that you have someone that is receiving all what you're having and I'm giving you a feedback, uh, a, a feedback that comes from the medicine teachings. Not that I invent, it's not that I, oh, okay, I'm seeing this, that you should do this. You should do this and that. No, no, I not even give advice to you. I just help them to clarify through questions, through connecting, help them connecting with their emotions, with their memory that is keeping the body. And, and this main is like, would be like then how this seed method came alive. And then this become very sharp through the practice. I do this uh, uh, worldwide through the internet. My sessions go through Skype session. And uh, most of the people are, are, in, are very astonished because they say how this can be so powerful through the internet. Because people start feeling uh, things. Things start moving inside of them. But uh, all this knowledge comes from the medicine. It's not that I am a genius. It comes from the... No, no. You are yeah. a genius. We are all geniuses. Yeah. It's just that you've tapped into yeah. something beyond what someone else has just yet. Next question, uh, Jonathan. Why do you think there's such a boom uh, in psychedelic uh, therapies at this time? Like, uh, I know that it was, it was traditionally it had never been um before but why at this time do you think that there's such a boom have you listened to any of my podcasts of ancestral medicine of for modern times i'm sorry have you have you listened uh, some podcasts that I, I have created a podcast ancestral medicine for modern times have you listened to some podcasts I personally have not just yet but i'm sure that uh, a lot of our listeners will be tuning in and uh, they definitely will, will probably, after this interview, which is very in-depth, will probably jump on and want to go to your podcast. In the first one, I do, in the first one, I do an interview as a, a solo podcast to talk about my life. In the second one, I talk about this. And this is, like I say, the chapter number is Psychedelics and the Prophecy of Eagle and Gone. So there is a prophecy 
that has been around the Mayan, the Olmecs, before the Mayan, the Olmecs, the, the Toltecs and well, the Incas and civilization. And it says that there's going to be a moment where the, the, the eagle is the, is the representation of the, uh, you know, the white people. And the country is the representation of the indigenous people. So that's what's going to be a moment in the prophet says where the condor, the, 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 the fly of the eagle and the fly of the condor, they're going to find each other. And they're going to look, look themselves and share their knowledge. So the white people, it is, it is the people that have created the money, have the people that have created invented machines, the computer, the, the people that are analytics, the people that create stuff based on, on creating tools, no? creating things. You know? And the Indian people is the one that works with nature, works with the nature, or have this sensibility of, of creating, of painting, of, 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 of the female energy, no? let's, let's say in this way. So, so, so I believe, so what is happening is that we are living in this moment this time of this prophecy where, where the white people is flying to the condor and they, they already have developed so much that they know that something is missing and they're flying to the indigenous people around the world, be the India, the, the gurus in India, the, the, the medicine masters in South America, in, in Africa, the Boga masters, no? in Australia, they have another masters also, no? so the indigenous, the condor knowledge is racing because the world is stuck with too much analytic energy. So this, this female energy now is racing, is the condor energy. So every, every time in life, there is cycles. Uh, the world has cycles of knowledge. It's very sacred. So now, before like Buddha, Buddha was famous. Everybody before they know about Buddha, then everybody started knowing about Buddha. So now it's not the time the Buddha is time. It's time of the medicine plants because this time the humans are forgetting the connection that they are first that they are animals. So the Mother Earth it is it's through the wine. It's spreading into the world, helping these beautiful animals that are the humans to remember that they are so beautiful because they come from God. So and you feel that um, that particular understanding of the eagle and the condor coming together and intertwining I know for for myself my background of being a kundalini yoga teacher would you know some some call it you know the uh, divine feminine rising and uh, and uh, of course everyone has the feminine within them as well so or you could go 3d 5d or you can do uh, positive and negative energy is now coming into balance so that's that's beautiful uh, and thank you for explaining that um, now you have uh, plenty of experience with health and well-being. 
What happens when things go sideways? Are you able to share a situation when things didn't turn out the way that you had expected or the person expected? Has there ever been a moment where, mm -hmm. I know yes, we shared, it be, yeah. In, in, it's like, you mean like a failure or something yes. like this? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, in my beginnings, in my beginnings, in my, my beginnings, my biggest failure was me because the great teaching that a healer must learn is that not everybody, not everybody wants to heal. Because you believe, I believe, I believe as a healer in my beginnings that just was enough having to know how to heal people, how to help them, how to guide them. For me, that was the only thing to know. But in the past, as a healer, at my beginnings, because I was opening the door, I was not taking care of paying attention. I even, and also I didn't understand the rules about a helper. I believe in order to help someone, you have rules. And the main rule is do not say nothing to someone that didn't ask you, that didn't, that didn't. So, because if you say something to someone that didn't ask you, this person has no commitment. They can use this information how they want. But when they ask you and they knock your door and they say, I need your help, please help me, they are open to commit and receive. So at the beginning, no, because I have this ability of seeing. So I believe also I was very arrogant and I was just saying the things to people. Hey, you can change your life like this. You can do this like this. You can do that. So, so my greatest failure was, was forcing people to be happy when they didn't want it to be happy. So the lesson, it was their free will. Basically, they, everybody yeah. has free will and you overlooked at their free will. I remember, I remember a, a woman that I was helping and I, I even bent my, my knees when I didn't know what to do. I bent my knees into her and I said, please, I don't know how, how, how to help you. Please, can, I don't understand what is going on. I don't know what to do anymore. And she's so, she talked to me. She said, you are very good in what you do, Jonathan. Your problem is that you don't understand that not everybody wants to change. Not everyone wants to heal. And this woman makes me a master. This woman helps me. Wakes me. This morning, I get. I when it was like this, like <laughs> help me. When she told me this, I went boom. I went like, like in a cartoon in the park. You know? And I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, like, yeah. what? What? So, so not so not everyone wants to heal. Some people want to be sick. Some <laughs> some people want to play victim. Some people want to be abused, and they look for the abusers so they can tell the story that they have been abused. Oh my God, for me, that was like a horror movie. My yeah. first horror movie was that. <laughs> to face that so people look for suffering. Yes, yes. Isn't that something? 
That must have been one incredible awakening for you. This was like, boom, like my biggest, like, I came from a woman. You yeah. know, woman, for me, the, the biggest master in my life, one of my biggest masters, I think my, my grandma and my mother and my wife. Very nice, very nice. I love that, thank you. I know you'd mentioned that you participated in ceremonies every weekend. We, you know, in, in the questionnaire that I had sent you. When you say you've participated in ceremonies every weekend, was that you consuming or was that you helping others? Uh, I don't remember if I put every, exactly if I put every weekend or so what it means is like, uh, I take the medicine all the time when I'm when I with a patient. As I never, as a, in the traditional way, for example, if you look at the psychedelic new, there is now a career now. There is a psychedelic assisted therapy you now that is happening oh. in the United States. And so now, now they give you uh, a pill of psilocybin, but only the patient takes it. Now, here, in the traditional way, since 5,000 years ago, the shaman, the medicine man, the doctor, the medicine man, must take the medicine. First, I take the medicine and then I give to the patient. Why you need to take the medicine? Because you're working with the spirit. So you need to, to take the medicine and people, so, so people don't that's, that's understand because then later they say, but how you can take the medicine and, and take care of the people? Yeah. Because that's why you, you are a medicine man because the medicine is already in you. So you must take the medicine. So I always take the medicine when I'm with my patient always so if i have three ceremonies i have to take three ceremonies if i but i i don't do it like every week because it depends on the for example if 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 i have a patient every weekend i do every weekend if i have a patient i have a retreat i have eight days normally eight days is the the retreat for one-on-one i have three ceremonies and i take the three ceremonies then but normally i don't do more than 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 two retreats in a month. I do one retreat, but then I have other people that comes that are local and, and comes from, from that wants to do, that doesn't need to do a retreat because they live here. So they can come to the ceremony and go. No, the retreats are more for people that are foreign that, that, uh, because they have a, a place where people can rest and, and sleep and stay with me and live with me and others that live here. So they come for the ceremony and they go, they rest and they go. So this one, for example, so I, I, I give you a month of my life. For example, one, I have a one week ceremony. So I have three days ceremony. Three, this week, eight days, three days, I'm going to drink medicine. And then the, the patient goes, I rest as a, I continue with my activities normally, like it's normal in my life. I have another sessions. Uh, normally I rest one day, so no contact with people, just my family and, and general stuff here, but always, it pop up something about the work at home and, and then someone always someone is coming uh, calling so then ah, you have a ceremony on wednesday with the personal so i have to do the session then come the ceremony then oh you have another ceremony for example this month i had eight ceremonies that i did so eight times with that i had to do to drink the medicine and you do it to send like but then comes something that i have uh, that not many people have because normally people take the cook medicine 
and people, the most people that people know around the world is the cooked medicine. I take a medicine that is a raw ayahuasca. It's not cooked. And this raw ayahuasca is the original formula where you can take it almost every day. And no, it's, not, it's not painful. It doesn't make you vomit. It doesn't make you tired. It doesn't harm you. If you take the cooked one, the cooked one is, is, is super strong. So it's, it struggles your body. It, it's hot in the liver. It's very, it's very, very strong medicine. So, but the way you do it in a traditional way, when you know you work with the raw one. Okay. So the raw one is a unique medicine. It's a, I call it the VIP medicine because it's a VIP medicine. Uh, it tastes delicious. It tastes like a, 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 it's not like the other one that when you take it, it's sticky. And even if you, like, you just take it a little because it's, it's very strong, the, the, you have to well and then take it split it with water. But this one is like a, like an earth tree, an earth tea. It smells like it smells like earth when is uh, when the rain comes and, and past the earth, and you smell like this this earth. Very like cleansing, very clean. Roof. Yes. Very clean. Even in the moment you take it, it's like very easy to take. Your body receives it, no nauseas. Only if you have something for real to vomit or to take it out, then then the medicine makes you vomit. But then the, the cook one, it doesn't matter. The cook one, you, it doesn't matter if you're a shaman or not shaman, well, it makes you vomit, diarrhea, it's, 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 it's yeah. always like this. With the, raw, with the raw one, no. With the raw one, is so it's a very unique medicine that allows you that you can take it. You can take it several times and so how, how, so how many ceremonies are too many ceremonies? <laughs> because I know of many people that have gone to different retreats, um, uh, you know, and they're the owners of the retreats that are taking this ceremony, you know, hundreds of ceremonies. And there must be, I mean, if you're saying that the cooked uh, ceremony, the cooked um ayahuasca is not good for the liver, it's hard for the liver, um, then I couldn't imagine hundreds of ceremonies being healthy for someone. No, because when you do hundred ceremonies, you know, I'm talking about doing, doing as often as I do it. So I have more than 1,000 ceremonies in my life so because I, I dedicate my life to this. So it's, it's, it's about, uh, the, the, but if I even in Calgary, if I take I take the book for one thousand times, uh, I very difficult. I don't know, I don't know what happened. I, but it's it's very tough. But then, isn't tough. that uh, isn't that kind of like um, you come from there? So you're biologically biologically you are different than me. I'm in Canada. I'm in a very cold climate. The food here is different. The food where you're from is different. In Ecuador, what your body is going to consume is going to be different. So as a Westerner, as a Westerner who lives in the opposite side of the planet, there must be some effect of having too many no. ceremonies because my body is not biologically ready to have. It's like me eating jalapeno peppers uh, like crazy. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, uh, no. Uh, the medicine, you're human. 
the medicine is for is for humans as an and it's your body has all the mechanisms and all the all the processes that can handle the product, even if you are from Canada, that doesn't matter. So you're nobody is nobody in this moment is exactly from a place. Now we if we do a DNA test, we are a little bit from here, a little bit from there. So so we have we are a mix, no? We are that's why we say in the 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 Navajo people, the Cherokee people, and, and in the north they say, means uh, we are all related, we are all family. Uh, it means they knew, they knew that the, our DNA is connected already, with, not only with humans, with, with animals, with everything, with plants. We are a little bit of everything. So, so, so that's not a problem. Uh, the main, the main issue, o sea, for a ceremony, in a retreat, with a good medicine, with a good quality, with a good quality of medicine, with a good quality of guy, three ceremonies is more than enough for a first stage, no? Three ceremonies, like, uh, I might, in my years of experience, I haven't seen, as a, before I was suffering because at the beginning when I start, people were suffering like 12 ceremonies, seven ceremonies, so I start offering seven ceremonies in my beginnings. And, uh, but my ceremonies are very strong because I am there all the time. So I, I, I don't left the, the person. So in some people after seven ceremonies, before the seven ceremonies, they told me, I cannot handle this anymore. It's too strong. It is, it's enough. So people already, they were achieving what they, for what they came and more. And say like it's too much, so this is something I learned about healing processes. It's not about you can know as a healer how deep can I, what uh, you must learn to identify how much the patient can take. So if you are very sharp in what you do, in this case in, in my specialization that is medicine plan, with three, with me is more than enough. So you have you have a year a year of work after this three ceremony. I, even, I have people even pay me, they say to me, I want to pay you for another one. I even say, no, it's not necessary because if you pay me for another one, I say, I'm going to open to you another process that you haven't worked because once you learn, once you have your homework, and then you have to go and work it. And it takes a year or at least six months minimum to develop what you have learned this first stage. So... In my, in my world, in my will, in my experience, three ceremonies, if you have good uh, guidance, good guide, as a good medicine man or medicine woman and good quality of the medicine, a good process that you know what, if you know what you're doing, three ceremonies is more than enough to guide the people. So, so, so the, you just touched on something that I wasn't aware of, and that is that they take the plant medicine, now they have work to do for a year, six months. Can you explain yes. that a little bit more, please? Yes, so in, my, in my method, so I, uh, like I told you in the beginning, when you asked me how this medicine heals, so the medicine teaches you things. So I help you to organize all these teachings that you're receiving from the medicine. Some teachings you see it, some teachings the medicine told me, and I tell you, I share it to you. 
So we start writing this. We are we start organizing. At the end of the retreat, before you go, you have your homework. You have your things, your list to do, and how you're going to do it. And then you have to go outside to do it. And we keep working. For example, after the first retreat, I advise people to take a session after the first month with me. So we take a session of two hours to see how going back to the world, because this is like a bubble. I said, my home is the mobile because it's protected, it's everything is it's respect, it's flowing, it's enough. So when people go out of the bubble and they face the, 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 the other thousand of bubbles outside of reality. So after one month, I check people. We have obligatory, it's the first consultation I say. And then I recommend people, it depends of, of how they are dealing, I recommend each 15 days or each 30 days, I continue accompanying people doing this process. Because I already, I already go through it. I know the steps. Uh, it's not something different from you or from a man. Or from, it's life. It's the same life. It's, it's what changes the name of the people, changes the scenarios where you live, the cities, but the drama is the same. So, so I go through each, so I accompany people through each state. And, uh, and this can be six months, three months, and this can be a year. Normally it takes between six months and 12, uh, 12 months. Uh, if you're working in a company, guided, you, you integrate this in your life and you develop. And then people come from more. Okay, the people don't come from the same thing. I haven't had once, and thanks to Great Spirit, I haven't, I thought I touched this, this wood and I, I to say that this stuff doesn't happen to me, but until this moment, I haven't come a person, I had a lot of people come twice, three times, four times, but for the, for the next stage, not for repeating the same thing. Oh no, it's that I don't even understand this and I didn't do because no, no. People come, okay, I did this and this, this. I say, okay, now I'm seeing this. So what's next? What we can do next? How we can develop this? And Even now, for example, I have developed a program that I do business mentoring now. And for me, this was like something that I was like, business mentoring, shamanism, you know, like. So I have taken, I have patients that have been years with me, then once they organize their life, the family is okay, now they say, Jonathan, can you help me with the, my co-workers in the company? Can you help me with my, my, with my clients in my company? And I say, I don't know, the beginning say, I don't know, so we can try. And so thanks to the trust of my, of my patients uh, and also in, in, the, in, the, in the developing, the materializing of the change in their life, they give me the chance to enter in their business time. So we start, we start working the business. So I start then accommodating all the knowledge in the, that I have for healing the person to heal the company that is built by persons. Interesting. Yeah. So fast. So now I'm, So now I'm doing organic healing. So I'm going to business mentoring for leadership and leadership programs uh, for my for my clients. And also I have in, uh, I have uh, clients now that look me exactly not even for drinking ayahuasca. I want you to help me with the leadership program of this business mentor. For example, yes. I have a a soccer player now, for example, that I'm helping. Uh, Him, he wants to become the president of Ecuador, the first Afro-American president in Ecuador. And uh, he asked me for help. Say, I want to speak to Inspire. I want to, I want to, to learn how to, to, 
to take all my my shit out and to be as real as possible yeah and i know you i know you have helped a lot of people with that especially can you help me nice yes. very so now i'm working this very nice so we're coming close to the end here and we have gone a little over time but i am sure all of our listeners out there are very very happy because they've got an enormous amount of information what's the one thing that you cannot live without jonathan what is something that you do in your daily practice that you cannot live without i know in my first first my family is the most important is the most important the energy and support in my life to do anything. Uh, my wife and my kids is, is the most important. It's where mm. I take all my energy. Very uh, nice. The, the, then, as a, as a personal practice of development, I do one hour, 45 minutes of Kung Fu. Daily, uh, I show you my master. My master is a kung fu. It's a very old kung fu uh, that it doesn't. It's a family kung fu. It's not open kung fu outside. Called it's called muto, and it has a it's a path itself. It teaches you from the beginning how to stand, how how to move left and right, and then you have you start learning games for legs, games for arms games for a breathing exercise no and it takes you like this until the end you have a meditation also so it's a complete system of the body and uh, working the body and working the spirit and i do this every day monday through friday, monday to sunday only sometimes when i, I have a uh, stuff patience and the ceremony has been very strong and sometimes it hits me very hard uh, i have i don't train that day but now, so not always, even so, so that is very rare. Mm -hmm. But then I do it every day. Mm. One hour, 45 minutes. That is one of my strongest, uh, where, I, where I take the most peaceful. And also I say drinking my ayahuasca. I mm. say the, the, most, the, most sim, the most similar, after one hour, 45 minutes of practice of Kung Fu, the most similar feeling that I have faced there is it's an ayahuasca class. Mm, for me, it's, the, it's amazingly how powerful. So my path of ayahuasca and also the San Pedro cactus, also that I, it's a very medicine that I work. Yes. It is the, it's what keeps me aligned in the path and also open to learn, humble, and remember me, the most important thing that is my my wife and my kids. Lovely. Well, thank you so much. And our last question for today is, do you have an offering or contribution to the world that you would like to promote or share today? If, if you want to go ahead and if people wanted to contact you, how would they get a hold of you or your organization? Yes. Uh, thank you very much for asking this. Uh, I have a podcast also that it calls uh, ancestral medicine for modern times you can find it in all platforms google podcast itunes spotify anchor uh, many so that's 
ancestral medicine for modern times. This is one. Then I have my webpage that is www.ninawasi.com. Nina Wasi, you write it N I N A W A S I dot com. And also, you can have my email, my personal email, if you want to write questions or you want to know more about me. We have general information there, but also you can write me at drflores at ninawasi.com. I repeat, drflores at ninawasi.com. And also you can and also you can ask to San and she, she will reach you to me also. Yes, definitely. We'll have uh, we'll have uh, uh, Jonathan's contact information on my website. Uh, for anyone that would like to go to the retreat or to contact Jonathan, I'll make sure that I do add his contact details uh, under my website. And uh, so that brings us to a close today. It's been absolutely wonderful. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart, Jonathan. You have uh, answered so many of my own questions. I'm sure that you've answered many of our audience's questions. We will have you back again. Uh, that I can promise you. So thank you again. And thank you for tuning in to Uplifting Humans. I'm Solyndran Buller, your host. And you can hear more conversations at www.upliftinghumans.com. That's humans with an S. Please share this website with family and friends. And don't forget to tell them it's all about real stories and expert advice. Thank you.